Let's say nothing. He okay. won't know we're here. He will. That's not true. Yes, I can. I don't think that's true. If you can hear what we're saying, respond. I uh, just joined. Shit. Dead silence. Just like we Dan, expect. He, no, Dan, Dan, he definitely got it. He did respond. Shit. Fuck. Okay, we're going to do a quick little speed rooney. This is episode 65 of Morning Brew. I am, of course, Adam Sheridan. I'm Stephen Burke. And I'm Daniel Perth. Hey! I think that's the longest cold open we've done. Let's, let's describe it like that. <laughs> it was a red hot open. Dan, Ooh. fire off topic off the bat. Let's go. Fuck, I, should, I, shouldn't, I, shouldn't have, I, should, I shouldn't have wasted it just talking to you there. I'm going to reuse it. I recommend Immortal Phoenix Rising to everyone. Kraken game. Oh, it's a game. Also, I think it's free if you have Game Pass, so I <laughs> you have no real excuse not to play it. You have nothing to lose here. Yeah, yeah. I just I I I've been going through Game Pass, looking at all the games, and I've sort of got overwhelmed by choice to the degree that games I would never want to play. I'm now like mm, maybe I do want to play uh, American McGee's Alice in Wonderland. That was really good. American McGee's Alice in Wonderland is really good. It came I out like it's, really good. it's just, it's just it's a, an Xbox 360 game, and I've got loads of modern games that I want to play. Like, I, I, think I, it's I, actually, I think it actually predates the 360. Fuck, it might be a regular <laughs> Xbox yeah. game. Yeah. Like, it just, they feel dated when you play them now. Like, I, there's very few of those games that I'd go back to and think, I, you know, even gra- aside from graphics, that I'd still go back to and feel this is a proper game. Yeah. Maybe, actually, probably Bethesda games are some of the few I would. Like, you go back to Skyrim or Oblivion and think... Because you know, they trick funky, you. But... You play Fallout, and Fallout is so full of fucking bugs, and you come to expect that, that they trick yeah. you into accepting it. <laughs> yeah. You fire off, like, a bullet, and it kills half the town somehow, and you go, for well, fuck it, I'm not reloading that save state, because that was half an hour ago. I <laughs> guess they're all dead. And you move on. Bethesda are the greatest, biggest company in the world for video yeah. games, because they just give you garbage, and everyone goes, yeah, this is better than the last one. The stories are good. Yeah, exactly. And then like this, and then it's like this time around you go, hey, you know what? This one only lost like eight hours of progress for me, but the first the last one I played lost thirty two hours of progress. So I actually like this one a lot more. And they trick you into it and you're like, shit, they got me. They got me again. Let's recap though. What's so great about Bethesda games? The gameplay is good, the stories are good, and they're fun to play. So And shit doesn't get in the way. I think that's the so main what, thing. Yeah, so what if something breaks? It usually they usually break in an entertaining way. I don't mind if it's an entertaining way. It's the ones that bother me are where it's like, you Google it and they're like, oh yeah, you're fucked. That actually happened to me recently with... Uh, you're, you're soft locked, like out of finishing the game or something. Yeah, Uh-oh. that happened to me recently. I played that new game, I think during COVID I was playing it, uh, Metro, the newest one. <laughs> and I was having a really fucking great time playing this. It's based on the Metro series of books. <laughs> um, and it's really fun and I was having a great time playing it and then I got to this part in the game and I couldn't figure out what it wanted me to do. So I Googled it. Apparently, it was broken since launch, and they never fixed it. And what it told me to do was, if you're on PC, you can use a code to fix it. If you are on console, uh, you're fucked. Go replay the last three hours. And so I went into I bet the there is a solution. I bet there is a solution. No, not for console. I bet there is oh, a solution the for PC master, the PC master race would just never tell you. Well, you have no way to do it on console because you can't clip. You know what I mean? You can't go into the developer uh... console. Yeah. So I was just kind of stuck. So I went off in a huff and didn't play it for three and a half weeks. And then I went back and redid the same level yeah. again. Because I was like, well, I'm not doing all that again. That fucking sucks. I don't want to replay all of this from the start. Yeah. I, I remember uh, getting really into Subnautica and having like being really like intensely into it. Got the submarine. And the moment I got the submarine, it was like fucking the game just wouldn't load. And I looked it up and apparently like, <laughs> like I saw these um, threads of people were like, hey, my game isn't loading anymore. And I've just gotten the submarine and all these like patronizing comments were like, oh, did you save while in the submarine? Oh, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> um, oh, okay. so everyone yeah. knows. 70 percent of fucking time there. So I had to wait. For- that's where you get for trying to play the save the game by using the save feature. You fucking yeah, I should, I should just be ter- putting it in standby the entire time. But so I had to wait three months for a patch to come out to fix that. Uh, and then when I came back, I was like, I don't remember what I was doing. I've lost all my. I don't care anymore. I've lost all my momentum, and I'm not restarting. So I just was done with Subnautica after that. They got free money. That rules. That is like the greatest Ponzi scheme. They sell you a game that's broken, and then they go, yeah, we'll get to it eventually, and then you just give up, and you can't return it, and they move on. 
Well, my, I think my favorite fucking example of that recently is, you know, like the new Total War Warhammer came out this year. It was supposed to come out last year, but they delayed it. Came out this year, was incredibly buggy, and it took them eight months to fix all the bugs and release the map that they promised as, like, being a month after the release of the game. So, Are you describing fine. Cyberpunk? This, you know, this, I, 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 um, I was remember thinking, is there something that's happened recently that's causing all these high-profile releases to kind of fucking fuck up so much? Um, because now that they've 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 come out and said that the roadmap that they promised, not like the content, not oh this is when the DLC will be out, this is when the free patch will be out, just this is when we'll tell you when the DLC will be out. They've said, yeah, we're not doing that in December, we're doing that in March now. So they've pushed back <laughs> the announcement for the DLC. I think uh... the best way to do a video game is the same way you should announce the release date for a movie, where it's essentially already fully fucking edited, and they give you a release date because they know, hey, it's not going to take nine and a half months for me to finish out this fucking movie. We're almost done here. Speaking of movies, did you see that James Cameron's cut of Avatar that he allegedly sent to Disney was nine hours long? What, the new one? I don't know. The the original. I, I, I guess it's three, or else this one. Huh. I don't know. He, did he filmed two and three back to back, didn't he? Because yeah. one's out next year. Okay, yeah, then it's probably three. He sent them a nine hour cut and he wants them to allegedly do the VFX for all nine hours and then he wants to cut the movie pre uh, post FX so he knows like this is the this is the finished cut. <laughs> I huh? think Cameron has lost his fucking nut. Isn't, I, isn't aren't they just gonna put him in a studio with proxy files anyway? So I think what he wants basically is let's finish this as if it's a nine hour long movie. And then and cut then it in we'll, two. Yeah. No, not even cut it to two. Like cut out chunks of it that are never going to be in like, like on film. <laughs> like he's got to cut it down to like three hours. And like one just wants the budget to like do it as a nine hour film. Well, here's my understanding of how like big budget editing suites work in, in multimedia. They just do all that cutting with fucking proxy files anyway. Most of the edits are done in a little studio using proxy files at the direction of the director. Okay, on a big screen, but you don't need the big screen, big screen graphics to do that really because you're just blocking the scene. Isn't that the thing? Yeah, he wants them. <laughs> he, he goes, I'm James Cameron and I invented the Hollywood blockbuster, so fuck you. I want my, I want my nine-hour epic. But like, see You know guys, what? I hope he gets it. Meanwhile, Christopher Nolan, I read somewhere on something that i read online is uh, realizes realizes the extreme expense of actually doing things in cgi so he's there crashing real 747 the buildings and growing real real crops of corn in the middle of nowhere I rather think than cgi just, and that shit in i think he just hates cgi i think he just really really like has like an aversion to it and you know what good <laughs> every fucking movie is vfx at the fucking ass if there's one guy gonna be like no i can't flip this car digitally i have to flip a real ford focus it's like the great flip it flip the fucking car why not it's, who cares i'm fucking talking about oh yeah we basically have to recreate a nuclear explosion for this film yeah that's, that's real that's real dedication manhattan project too yeah and for a fucking biopic of robert oppenheimer yeah. too. it's not it's not like it's a a spectacle action film that people are going to go see I am so excited for Oppenheimer because it sounds like a it's probably going to be a bit of a disaster. <laughs> and I just can't wait. Like some of the casting choices were so fucking funny to me and I I just like really what? want I really like casting uh, Josh Peck. Who? Is he in Oppenheimer? Yeah, Josh Peck's in Oppenheimer. He's the he's Josh from Drake and Josh. <laughs> 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 and just stuff like that it's just some of it's been like you know what this is great i really i really excited for oppenheimer this is the best marketing you could have just yeah. this insane stuff of like i made a nuke and also i blew up josh peck with a nuke and also i'm gonna blow up fucking i'm gonna blow up drake bell with a nuke too fuck it he's not even in the movie i'm just gonna nuke him <laughs> my uh, stuff. well my favorite fact about oppenheimer my favorite thing about it is it's coming out the same day as barbie <laughs> and that's like how, that is very concept. unfair because how are you supposed to decide on which epic you want to see first you see i have become ken the destroyer of worlds <laughs> i hope that it is that basically oppenheimer ends with a barbie cameo He's and like then so you traumatized order, yeah you see the order you're supposed to have done it in did you uh did you see that the barbie trailer came out today came out like three hours uh, ago yeah i didn't uh-huh. i didn't watch it i don't like watching trailers it's, uh, it's not. It's not. It's not a movie trailer. It doesn't give anything away. It's just fucking. Um, it's it's two thousand and one. You know the monkey scene for two thousand and one. 
but oh, with God. a giant Margot Robbie bar- as Barbie and a bunch of girls as the monkeys smashing their old uh, toy dolls because Barbie is much better than their old toy dolls. <gasps> oh no! That sounds a bit freaky. I don't like the sound of that. It's a pretty great trailer. I would have thought also- that the old dolls would be quite sad about it. I don't really know what the Barbie movie is supposed to even be, and I'm afraid to that's, look it that's up. That's why it's so compelling. I have no <laughs> clue. You know what they should have done? What? They should have done it where Barbie and Ken are actual gigantic dolls <laughs> amongst real people. That would have been so much better. Like, they go into, like, a cafe now that they're in the real world, and they try and sit down because their legs bend upwards in, like, a V-shape. They <laughs> can't sit on the chair properly and fall over. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Real slapstick comedy. I mean, to be honest, I, they should have just done uh, a version of the Barbie and Ken from um, from Toy Story. Uh, uh, Fucking Michael Keaton playing Ken again. Yeah. I think he did some interviews like that was my favorite role I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. Fuck, fuck uh, the post or not the post? What was the one he was in? Uh, Spotlight. Fuck on Spotlight. Fuck, fuck Spotlight. I, it's it's just it's Ken all the way for me. Yeah. Spotlight ruled. Spotlight ruled. Did you see the drama between The Rock and Warner Brothers? I guess we're the movie cast now. Did you see the, the drama between The Rock and Warner Brothers? <laughs> well, he, what he now? lied about how much money that they made. Yeah, so basically James Gunn has taken over. He got he got the role like earlier this year to be basically the studio head for Warner Brothers. Um, which is great. Look good for him. I, I, hope he, I hope he churns out a bunch of like DC movies that look anyway interesting because I, I haven't wanted to fucking give a shit about Aquaman or The Flash or the fucking eight-hour Batman film or The Joker and I'm not going to see any of them. But so James Gunn basically came in and he was like, yeah, we're cutting all these fucking movies. They're all done. There's no Black Adam 2. There's no, there's no Superman with Henry Cavill who I feel really bad for because he just quit The Witcher to do Superman and now he's out of boat job. I've seen, I've seen fire James Gunn trending on Twitter and it's trending pretty much exclusively because he fired henry cavill and people are like it's also other stuff like him like he turned around he's like wonder woman's out fuck that not doing any of these movies that kind of stuff and people very unhappy about it but i'm glad he'll have time to spend with his warhammer yeah he should do a warhammer movie he literally oh that would fucking rock he's doing that if you not he's bought the rights to something he's coming on as a producer to some warhammer 40k thing Oh, which oh, one is no, it? See, I don't he, want that. I, I, he needs direction. Henry Cavill's a man that needs direction. That's when he's at his best. Henry, Henry Cavill's big play next Warhammer 40k series for Amazon? Oh, fuck, I'm all in for this. Has there ever been a good Warhammer 40k uh, I don't want to say series? Anything tied to it that's not been a video game? No. I don't think they've uh, ever done anything that's not a video game. They have. There's only been fan movies as far as I know. Okay. It's only ever been fan movies. Yeah, it, it feels like it's getting to that point of um, of popular Warhammer full movie where HD. You, you could make a show of it. It's just nine hours from the video game cutscenes cut together. <laughs> Fucking favorite. It's, 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 I'm it's just not, trying to. I'm just trying to figure out. Was there's a couple of things that I can think of offhand because there's some really polished quote unquote fan movies with really terrible voice acting and really really high gloss CGI. But weren't they all? Um, they were removed. They like because uh, Games oh. Workshop like a year ago just decided fuck you. No one yeah, pretty much any of this anymore. And um, everyone sh- everyone should go to our. Uh, I don't. They had some like new web service like Netflix for Warhammer that they set up, and they wanted okay. everyone to produce through that there, instead. There is a 2010 movie in starring. Can you guess? Vin Diesel. No, Terrence <laughs> Stamp. Terrence Stamp, Sean Pertwee, and John Hurt. Oh, John Hurt. <laughs> John Hurt. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to watch it. I don't know who Terrence Stamp is. I know who John Hurt is. I'd heard Terrence of Sean Stamp is, um, is General Zod in the original Superman. What else and is he was, been in? He was in. Oh, he was Priscilla in Valkyrie Desert, and Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Priscilla Queen of the Desert, another underrated movie. Very impressive. Man's done a lot of video game content in the last 30, 30, 30 years. Oh, anyway, oh no. so that appears to be the only official Lord of the Rings movie. And well, I think 40K. Was, I think, There's been a yeah. bunch of official Lord of the Rings films. Oh, no, not Lord of the Rings. Sorry, what am I talking about? <laughs> Man, if the Lord of the, the the Ultimate Rings were in Lord of the Rings, I mean, I know exactly which side they'd be on. <laughs> this Sauron uh, fellow is a uh, speaks a yeah, lot of sense. Do. I I hope he does. He, I hope he does a movie. Oh, it's great. Can you um? Can you? Does anyone want to guess how much it made? Nothing. Fucking. Does it have a budget listed? Uh, will I give you the budget? I'm not sure it has a budget listed. Um, 
and it did go direct to DVD. I think it went to direct <laughs> direct to DVD. Oh, yeah. two hot dogs and a handshake. Yeah, like fucking <laughs> somewhere uh, between three hundred k. I was gonna say three hundred k. I'm gonna say three hundred eleven thousand dollars. Less. Oh no, eighty thousand seven hundred dollars. More two hundred k. More, but you were a lot closer. 40k. <laughs> 200, <laughs> two, yeah, 240k. Less. Oh, $232,698. Less! I'm going to fucking Jeez. look this up. I'm not, I'm not guessing every number, Steve. <laughs> go on. Go on. Give it one more. Come on. 238,000. That's more than the last guess. 220,000. <laughs> More. 221. <laughs> 4,000 more. 4,205 euro more, in fact. Whoa! 225,205 dollars in 2010 from domestic home video sales. That's per... Um, <laughs> that, that, that's, from their, that's from Wikipedia. That's crazy. Well, they have so much fucking money that they could have easily made something directly in-house by just hiring a bunch of talented people and probably just sold it in their stores and it probably would have made yeah. way more money. Pro yeah, probably. Those fans are fucking rabid. Yeah, I love it. It's great. I, have still, you read I just think it's crazy that the books aren't sold in the store. They are. Some of the stores. They've got, they've usually got a little bookshelf. They're actually I've never seen the books in the store, but that's a great idea. You should you, you should sell them in there. Oh yeah, no, they're, they're, they're some of the materials, like some of the books, like, okay, like, it's not exactly literature, but they are really fun reads. If you, they're you pulp, but they're good pulp. If, like me, you find true crime repetitive and boring. Um, <laughs> true space crime. How about some yeah. fake crime? How about, how about some space crime? Because there's just like, would you like a Pulp Fiction novel but set in the 41st millennium? You can have that. Would you like Would you like a police novel set in the 41st millennium where they go around solving mysteries with demons and stuff? You can have that. Would you like... Would you like uh, Would you like the Victorian classic Flashman uh, transliterated in the 41st millennium? You too can have that. I would love a murder mystery set in the 40k universe where they're just like, I think it was, I think it was chaos. Yeah, it was chaos. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost it's almost self-evident. Yeah. Uh, no, just like short stories where, oh, it's obviously chaos. It has to be chaos. It must be chaos. Nope. Turns out it was just hyper-fanatical devotees of the imperial cult. It's just fighting it. Veterans of a 30-year-old conflict still locked and obsessed at rooting out all heresy and going a little bit too far and burying people in the walls of commercial buildings. Man, the British are crazy. Is, I, I think, like, my, I, I think a problem with 40K is that, like, it has a very specific tone of, like, so serious it's funny again. That's kind yeah. of, like, the point of That's it. what's so great about it. There's a tremendous I, energy. But can you do that on television? Like, I don't think there's any show that's that's similar to that. I think you definitely can because look at the actor who's playing it. Like those Superman movies weren't like the way Marvel movies are. Like you know, Thor says, "Oh, let's go fight these guys," and he trips over his cape or whatever. Yeah. Like those, those, like he he's already used to playing these like extraordinarily serious roles. Um, so I think he he's coming from a better standpoint if he wants to do like a forty k film. But it's but, not just it's so, not just serious though. It's like you have to be basically fucking Carl Urban in Dread. That's the only yeah, but, performance yeah. that's acceptable. Uh, yeah, but but look at him. Look at him in Mission Impossible. Yeah, good point. Henry Cavill was Henry Cavill was fucking excellent in Mission Impossible. When he reloads you know, his he, arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he reloads his arms and his beard appears back. Uh, <laughs> man, that would be the most unfortunate superpower. You accidentally shake your wrist out and your beard pops back in right before a meeting. <laughs> like bollocks, shit. Yeah, I think I think Henry Cavill has has more than enough. Uh, like skill to do it i think the only thing that worries me about something like a 40k movie is that if he's a producer and he gets a lot of the say in it he's a huge fucking nerd and he'll really want to dive into like the shit that no <laughs> one cares about and that kind of worries me because then you're gonna have a three and a half hour long movie or whatever and the first two hours of it are like <laughs> the worst parts of star wars <laughs> henry the... and you're stuck on it the word gene seed occurs <laughs> 240 times in this film. <laughs> but you know what I find quite exciting about, was it today's news about Henry Cavill being attached to a Warhammer series? I think it was today, yeah. Yeah. Or yesterday, of course. Well, yes, today, 16th of December, 2022. So you'll be listening to this in the new year, I'm sure. Thank you. Sorry for dating the... the would you like me to restart that again? Well, I just... You can cut that out. <laughs> yeah, let's cut news. that out. That's good. We're good. 
The thing that interests me so significantly about the attachment of Henry Cavill to uh, this particular news of a 40K series for Amazon, it's interesting because it's absolutely no detail given in like the Hollywood Reporter variety, all the like major things that would report on these things about what exactly the intellectual property angle angle of the Warhammer 40K universe that they're going to go with for Henry Cavill is. And as soon as I thought Henry Cavill, I thought, hmm, wouldn't it be interesting to have him play like Inquisitor Eisenhorn, who's, of course, one of the uh, major inquisitorial characters of the 40K universe and canon. He's uh, one of the big trilogies, I think, written by Dan Abnett or something, who's one of their main writers uh, for the quote-unquote Black Library. So Variety doesn't have any details, just like Henry Cavill attached to a 40K series. And then you yeah, go I'm to... Sure. Cool. I'm sure it's super early in production, so there's like probably nothing to say at all. They were probably then, just locking him up with a contract so that he didn't get like you know another job offer somewhere. But then, but what's interesting is if you, but what happened in my head was, oh, wouldn't it be cool? And I googled it there, Eisenhorn TV show, and what do I come up with? An article from the 11th of January, 2022, a f- almost a full year before the announcement of Henry Cavill's attachment, suggesting that there is in fact an Eisenhorn TV series in production. And that is that. That's the main push for them. Uh, do you know where it's reported? Nottinghamshire Live by, their, <laughs> by Nottinghamshire Live's property editor. Thank you, Rich PLC. Let's go. I fucking Thank love you, Rich PLC. What War, Warhammer created Games Workshop has issued an update on a new TV series. Is that a Nottinghamshire accent, Dan? No, Dial me in here. No, that's a that's not a that's a Leeds accent, isn't it? Where yeah, is it's Nottingham? York- Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Nottingham is near Yorkshire, isn't it? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I didn't know that that's wrong. Nuts. Whatever your accent is, is wrong. <laughs> You're welcome. Warhammer creator Games Workshop has issued an update on a new TV series, which is currently in progress as the company released half-year profits. The Lent- Lenton... Where the fuck is Lenton? The Lenton-based firm Lenton... Lenton! Announced an outstanding six months trading up to November 28, 21, after issuing its update to the market today, Tuesday, 11th, January 2022. Within the statement, there was news of its Eisenhorn TV series in development. A statement confirmed by Games Workshop. In development and the subject of discussions with potential distribution partners. Hello, Netflix. A year later. We've made some solid progress in our writer's room. Number of exciting live-action animated projects, blah, blah, blah. Kevin Rowntree, CEO of Games Workshop, said, We're on the front foot and confident in our ability to deliver, continue to deliver our strategy. Our commitment to focus on real cash returns and return on capital continues to develop honest and consistent returns to our owners. We'll continue to try our best. In the period reported, we delivered just that. And uh, it says, Games Workshop has declared a dividend of 65p per share payable on February 25th, 2022. Ooh, that's a lot of shillings. And then it has a picture of Hang on, I'll show, can I show you this? Can I do, can I screen share? Yeah. Hang on. Not with our listeners, though. I I want to see. I want to hear your reaction to it. I've got mine in the tank already. I'm yeah. gonna do a bit of a wheeze. Okay, so just brace yourself. You want you want to see what would you guess the Games Workshop headquarters looks like? Oh, okay. I guess it's probably a giant fist shape with spikes coming out of the knuckles, and that's like the the roof. Or else it's like all the shops, so it's entirely fucking made of glass, which lets you just see all the nerds within when it's dark out. Actually, you're both right in some respects, but (laughs) imagine, imagine, imagine both of those things, but they have to be fitted into a an industrial estate in Nottinghamshire. (laughs) You ready? Cool, man. That's that's (laughs) what it looks like. Okay. <laughs> what that tracks that makes sense i mean what, what? they must have they built like that right expecting an what attack. the fuck would that have been for <laughs> it sort of looks like it could be in the could be in both the warhammer 40k universe and nottinghamshire it looks like if you pull a lever inside it's going to take off and float <laughs> i they mean must have built yes. that building right 100% had to have built it, it. It looks like there's a mode of that where if they pull a lever, it'll stand up, grow arms, and start attacking people. <laughs> like, what are you, like, you go into the fucking, like, you go into the, 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 the fucking uh, estates, the estate agents, and just be like, hey, we're looking to buy a property for our business. Um, we need it to look like a giant fortress, but also, also like you could sell carpets in the back half. And they're like, you know what, actually? We fucking have what you're We've looking for. We've got the place. <laughs> And then and they pass like two chippers on the way, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is perfect." 
and it, and it has a small smoking area with picnic tables outside and car parking for 50 vehicles and a loading dock. <laughs> a car park for 50 vehicles for a place that big seems like it's nowhere near enough. That's a big headquarters. I'm sure they have a lot of employees. Uh. How many employees does Games Workshop have? Uh, I don't know. Um, you can Google that while I Google its headquarters so we can see it on a satellite map view and see how many, ha- how many parking spaces it really does. 2,643. What? Yeah, that's, that's, a fucking, that's a good number. That's a very good number of, of headcount. You're joking. What? Uh, that must be counting all the shops or something, is it? Maybe. Oh, I hate those shops. Also. They scare me. I always want to go in and idly look at all the models but never buy. But someone will always come up to me and be always very nice and friendly and be like, are you interested in buying something? And then I feel too awkward to just so you leave with two tanks. And not buy I leave and just don't buy anything. I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry, I came in here by accident. I'm just running <laughs> out the door. Nuria's Christmas present this year are all um <laughs> are are all Warhammer stuff because you felt too embarrassed. <laughs> and she'll like it. I've turned them into earrings, into pendants. <laughs> oh, I found the building on Google Maps here. Are you guys following? We've paused yeah, this yeah. preview to save your resources. Um so I may have over exaggerated the car parking requirements. So probably about 25 or 30 car park. Oh no, there's a few more, but I think that's shared. They've also got Warhammer World across the world. Are we going, for, are we going to are we going to a road trip to Nottinghamshire next year? Do you want to go for the crash? Sure. We can we can I'll, I'm going to email them after this and see, see see if we can get a visit. I mean, they'll probably just say you can go to the visitor center. That's fine. Wow. That's where it is. What is south of Sheffield and north of Leicester? Nottinghamshire apparently. Absolutely no concept when it comes to British geography. Um, I could, if you asked me which is further north, Birmingham or Manchester, I literally couldn't tell you. Off the top, you of can't look at the map. Obviously, I'm looking at a map now, but Birmingham's in the exact middle. That's what. If you zoom out, look at Birmingham. Is that the middle is. of England? Maybe of England. Yeah. See, there's Newcastle up the top. Oh, it's, maybe it's not yeah. the exact middle, but it's pretty middle. Yeah. I'd say I'd say Nottingham is actually the closer closer to the middle of England than than Birmingham, and that well, tracks yeah, because it would mean but it would mean Nottingham is the Athlone of of England. <laughs> There's going to be where... some very confused British listeners, and then eventually some very angry British listeners when you I mean, this comparison. Look, if they opened <laughs> if they opened a if they opened the Games Workshop main headquarters in in Ireland, it would definitely be an Athlone. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, that's, makes that's how you get like the inspiration to create the the grim future that they've done. <laughs> and the grim darkness of the fine far future. There is only war. Oh, that looks like a Trent Vineyard. I wonder. I wonder where they all go for pints afterwards. I bet they don't. Oh, they've got e- the- they've got e scooters outside the place. That's cute. And they've got that grim though. fencing. I want some what? fucking semi-woke version of 40k where it's still, you know, as grimdark as oh. before, but actually all the spaceships are powered by, like, solar power. Are you guys you know? seeing this? The big aqua yeah. on the side of the fucking... That's cool, you, man. You would it does look like It does look like we're in the grim darkness of the far future, and if you got rid of the cars and that shitty green fencing that's on everything in the UK and Ireland, then you could, squinting your eyes, pretend you're in... The grim darkness, the far future. No, if, it looks. If none of that was there, it would look more like there'd been a fascist takeover of Nottingham. You mean there hasn't been? Well, I don't know how they voted. Fair. I wouldn't imagine well. So anyway, we're excited about that. That's cool. What? What did we? What world were we on before we led to it? Says the Labour Party. Probably. Says the Labour Party is ahead of the pack and is the controlling. It's the oh. controlling faction in Nottingham City Council, so... Never mind. Uh, Nottingham, I take it back. <laughs> not fascist taken over so far, anyway. For now. For now. <laughs> Give him time. Um, but yes, this came through Henry Cavill and 40K, and why they have never made a 40K movie. Well, they have, it Henry turns Cavill? out. But just not with Henry Cavill. So oh, is Henry Cavill going to be in it, I wonder? Oh, he has to be. It's a waste if he's not. It's a real waste oh, yeah. if he's not. He has to be in it. He likes it too much to not be in it. And I mean, he's you nothing know? to do at the moment, so... Yeah, exactly. Enjoy unemployment. <laughs> Man, I'm getting laid off twice at Christmas. That really sucks. <laughs> he's so, I would say the Eisenhorn movies probably have more scope to be filmed than, let's say, the Horus Heresy, and they won't want to fucking... They'll want to they do a Lord of the Rings and the Horus Heresy down the line or some other shite like that. 
I don't think technology has proceeded to the extent that they're ready to do a Horace Harris movie anyway. Oh, so I just think it's going to look stupid. Of course it's going to look stupid. The entire thing looks stupid. Nine foot tall, 20 foot tall dudes, you know, having daddy issues. I just think it's going to look really weird. My perfect partner. (laughs) So fucking nine foot tall space marine with daddy issues. Yes. Yes, please. Sign me up. Yeah, sorry, we were talking about The Rock, because this is a movie cast. Welcome to the movie cast, episode one. Um, episode 500. This is a, go back and listen to the other 499. They're hidden a lot all over the place. You'll find them, though. You'll find them. We believe in you. Um, yeah, it goes in which back we talk to... about The Rock yet again. Woo! Well, of course, friend of the show. Absolutely. Um, huge fans, Mr. Rock. Huge fans of the huge man. <laughs> um, yeah, The Rock. Uh, so there's a, it's a whole drama with him and Warner Brothers at the minute, where apparently Warner Brothers um, lost money on Black Adam. Mm. Because in fairness, what I read was Black Adam allegedly had to make like six hundred million fucking dollars to turn a profit. Insane! What, what a waste of fucking time! Like you should have known you were going to lose money on that. That that's fucking silly. Like you just that that's ridiculous. But um. So what's the profit and loss on rock movies then? If he's the lead anchor in them, has he lost I, movies now overall? Lost money overall, or won money overall, or is he? Oh, he's definitely. He's oh, at this stage, he's he's definitely like in the positive. Uh-huh. There was a while where he was doing movies and like they were doing okay, but probably not that okay. Yeah, you know, you put sixty-five million dollars into Hercules, another sixty-five million dollars into, um you know, into the advertising and stuff like that. And then, you know, it makes like $200 million. You kind of go like, yeah, it's a profit, but it's not, you know, it's not mm. a, an earth shattering profit. But, um, mm. yeah, so he, he got mad about that. And <laughs> allegedly his team leaked financial information <laughs> online uh. about the stuff. Now, I don't know if that part is truly his team or not, but someone leaked it, but he yeah. basically went on Twitter really grumpily. And he was like, uh, actually, I just talked to the financiers of the movie and they say Black Adam is going to make $70 million. So, ha! And it's like, all right, dude, you're 50 and like obscenely rich and like successful and popular. It's, <laughs> you can let this one go, man. This is okay. Like, this is fine for you not to, not to be a baby about. <laughs> um, but then apparently they're doing another Shazam movie, which I heard was very good. I never watched it, but I heard Shazam was very good. And they said to The Rock, hey, do you, <laughs> do you want to be in it as Black Adam as a cameo? Like basically, just like a post-credit scene. And yeah. The Rock's exact words then were allegedly, no, I only play in the big leagues. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, he turned down the cameo in a big huff and he was like, I only play in the big leagues. Come so on, what would, what would he have had to do? Like fucking one shooting scene? If one, even one, one shooting, shooting day, half a shooting scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that what's was like, really funny. What's it going to take him? One day, two days, he's going to learn a line or two? Fuck off. He'll get he probably doesn't have a line. He probably just like has to show up and they're like, oh no, it's Black, or, or, it's Black Adam, weird. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> fucking thought that was so fucking funny. <laughs> but it goes back to, the drama stuff goes back to what I said. My biggest problem with The Rock, I don't know if I ever said it on the show, I, I know we've talked about it personally. <laughs> I have a real problem with The Rock because he's doing the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing where he refuses to play a bad guy, even if the movie would be better for it. Black Adam is not a hero character. Black Adam's a villain character, and The Rock refuses to play villains, so Black Adam now has to be a superhero because The Rock has to be the hero, the big main hero, man. And it's just kind of like, yeah, all right, this is fucking boring. And I always think back to how Arnold Schwarzenegger did not want to do the Terminator because they wanted him to play the villain. Could you imagine how much worse the Terminator would have been if Arnold Schwarzenegger was completely removed from that and Terminator 2? Like, just uh, thank God he got convinced. Like, genuinely, thank God they convinced... I think his management team convinced him that, like, hey, this is going to be a very big movie. Like, you should speaks, take the role. That speaks a lot to us, because he wasn't a star before the Terminator. So, like, if, if you were, like, a big movie star and you always played heroes, and you're like, no, I play the good guys, I'm, a, I'm you know... I'm the main character, blah, blah, blah. Fair enough. But if you're a fucking nobody and you're told this is a huge movie and this is your big break and you're still like, no, I want to play the good guy. Then that's like yeah. serious levels of, of self-importance. Yeah, it's a, it goes back to like, we joked before about the Fast and the Furious contracts where like, if Vin Diesel gets beaten up, The Rock has to get beaten up the same amount because Vin Diesel can't get beaten up more than The Rock gets beaten up in this fucking pretend movie. <laughs> but I really, I really hate actors that rewrite entire characters for their fucking ego because i just think it makes a shit movie 
I was never going to go see Black Adam because, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, this is going to be a, like, almost three-hour schlockfest. With a guy that just... He doesn't want to play the character. He wants to play his own character. And it's like, I, yeah, I, that's boring to me, dude. I just... I can't do that. That's... I just think it's garbage. I just think it's really shit. Like, you're either interested or you're not. You know? And it's not like, oh, there's a line that he improvised and the line is much better. He wants a whole rewrite. Make me the hero. I have to be the hero. I have to be the big, big winner, man. And it's like, fucking... Fuck, shoot me in the head. Like, so fucking boring. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And I, there's a certain degree of taking care of your, uh, your image, which I understand. Um, but then there's also, yeah, 100%, the, the idea of ultimately you're an actor it's all made up you didn't actually lose would you part. not would you not fucking love right if you were an actor and like dc turned around to you and they're like hey you know we'd normally never fund a movie like this but we want to fund black adam and we want to basically have a villain storyline in here before you meet up with the main hero cast and we basically just want you to be a big gigantic fucking like villain Big giant scary man that goes around being a villain, and that's that's what we're doing here. And is that not fun? Whereas, like, you don't have to do all this melodrama horse shit. You just get to be the big guy that like pretend blows shit up on screen. That sounds way more fucking fun than whatever Black Adam ended up being. I haven't seen. I I don't know if it's like again a lockdown thing or whatever. But my desire to see so many movies is just before I'd been like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't mind going to see that. You know, things, the cinema's impressive. It's a big, loud screen. I'm going to be entertained. But now, fucking Black Adam came out. I was like, I have no desire to even bother trying to see this. Avatar coming out. I don't, I don't give enough of a shit to leave the house. It's too cold outside. And it'll be yeah. too cold outside in the summer even. I don't care. I mean, the last movie I was super excited for was Jackass Forever and we had to miss it because the schedules just didn't line up. <laughs> Did you see that um the uh some critics awards thing, like the um I don't know what it was the New York Critics Circle or something had an award which was best ensemble, and it was split between some I can't remember what it was called but an all female um feminist uh like serious drama, and Jackass Forever, and they had to share the <laughs> award. That's so fucking funny. Like, the idea that, like, Steve-O goes up on stage and tries to take his half of the award with his asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> that fucking, that's excellent. And then, like, Johnny Knoxville gets hit, hit in the fucking nuts again. <laughs> because why not? Uh-huh. They've, they've covered him in peanut butter and a dog attacks him on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wi- the, 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 the other film is uh, women talking. Um, so, all female. <laughs> why, would, why? Why would you bother? <laughs> uh, can I? Uh, can I watch that one on mute? <laughs> uh, it's funny because sexism. Now we're going to get cancelled. I can't wait. We're not. We're not. Gonna My mind get could do some peace. We're not going to get cancelled. We're friends with the Rock. We're all Gucci. Everyone knows it's a bit. We did. The... It wasn't a bit when we said we hated the three fe coffee shops, though. That's true. Big no, haters. I don't hate the three fe coffee shops. Hate the three fe. That's not what you said last week. It's on recording. I cut out the part where you praised them. Oh. Um. So now we're fair. just we're a, we're a fair hater enough. cast. We're a hater count. Three fe. Why don't you make me an espresso? Oh wait, you can't. You fucking suck. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a little cycle TikTok thing that they can, or no, sorry, tuk tuk thing that they can uh, make good. you an espresso on. Oh, that's cute. Never mind. We're back on board. Huh. Tree FE, we're going to bury the hatchet. I'm going to show up the Tree FE tomorrow with a microphone, and I'm going to demand to meet the owner, and he's going to shake my hand with the mm. microphone, um, and I'll, I, I assume that the microphone will hold that charge uh-huh. when I plug it out, and then I'll stick it back in real quick, download it. <laughs> and then we officially buried the hatchet, and we'll put that on our Be Real account. BeReal.com slash Media Suplex. We have a Be Real account? No. <laughs> no. I you want to start I can't, one? I can't do more social media, dude. I can't. I can't do it. I'm just waiting for the days for Twitter to die. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm at the stage now where I'm just like, does it work on Hootsuite? And can I can I use Hootsuite to just post because all the social networks for maximum marketing effect? But I'm not sure how that's going to work with Be Real. Like, you just cross-post the same video. 
Maybe it auto generate. Maybe it could auto generate a little a little video for you with an owl making a reaction for you. Maybe this be real posted via owl. Let me. See. I'm gonna post an image into the into the chat, which okay. is a, okay. a screen grab from the Barbie trailer. Did Big Donny get banned? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the band hammer came to, came for Donny. A whole bunch Donny's... of journalists did. Because I started reporting on Elon Musk. That's literally what oh. he's here for. Well, you know, yeah, he is a reporter. <laughs> it's kind of the shtick. I, uh... Oh, no, what is that? Oh. Like CNN's lead, dif- dis- lead, lead reporter on the QAnon movement of disinformation getting banned by Elon Musk. Come on. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, you know, tech bros fucking hate journalists anyway. They want, you know, they want, yeah. they want PR people. I've seen a, a tweet here a, now, which is just so embarrassing to be Grimes for the rest of her life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh. that's unfortunate. Well, you know, she made her choices. That's true. She made her choices, and one of them was a cream pie. Ugh. I mean, how do you think it happened? <laughs> I assumed, I assumed artificial insemination just put the two of them in it, like. <laughs> just in a just in a tube, <laughs> just yeah. just a just a tube like an alien baby that you get <laughs> inside the little container, <laughs> just squashed in. A little Elon Musk uh, chest burster. Oh no! <laughs> Ugh. I don't want to think about that. No, no, me neither. Imagine having 120 million people following the the shit that you post on the stupid fucking bird app and being upset that a small portion of those don't like what you say. Yeah. Like, it's a level of insecurity that's, like, genuinely fascinating. <laughs> like, genuinely I'm a guy that goes into, like, a thread and I'll, like, I'll post something to specifically piss someone off and then I'll mute my comment because yeah. I know they're going to go crazy about it. And I do that every now and again, just for the lol, just to do it. I've seen that fucking drill tweet about, yeah, I am not owned, I'm not owned, I shout as I slowly transform <laughs> into a porn mob. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that so far. And the other one uh, was, uh, was a, I'm not mad. Please don't put in the newspaper that I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> under nearly every fucking Elon Musk tweet now. And validly so. <laughs> They've almost, they're almost losing their power because he's so <laughs> frequently owned. I, I just don't get it. Like, just... Learn how to do anything cool. Go learn how to fly a plane. What a fun thing to be able to do with your vast wealth. You know, I just, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't, I'll never get it. Yeah. No, you see, because uh, if you were rich, you'd also be a fucking loser. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right, I guess. I don't know. And even, even <laughs> when he tries to do the rich card, which should work in nearly every circumstance, if someone's calling you a shithead, you're like, I have way more money than you. It should work, you know, because they can't come back from that. He somehow manages to fuck up doing it. He somehow manages to do it really embarrassingly. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, hey, Mr. Musk, it's, if you want us to say you're super cool and you'll pay us a, a million each, I'll do that. It's the eternal problem with trying to be popular, trying to buy popularity. Um, you know, and billionaires do it all the time. And the best part about being a billionaire is when they realize, hey, these people aren't going to fucking like me ever. And I don't give a shit. I'm a billionaire. And they move on with their lives. <laughs> I'm going to go on my yacht to my private island. I'll cry there. But like, you know, people are like, people shit on fucking Bill Gates and they have for decades. But he's just over here with a big fucking small and like buying up part of the Canadian fucking railroad. He doesn't give a shit what you have to say. I so mean, yeah, to why would he? To be fair, I'm sure there's also fucking hundreds of billionaires we know nothing about because they were just like, I do not want the public profile. I'm just going to go it's... to my weird sex parties and leave it at that. I think a lot of it is probably wider billionaires. You know, are yeah. you really going to hear too much from like an oil magnate in Ireland? Probably not. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you probably, if you're, if you're living in some kind of like, you know, uh, like if you're living in the UAE, probably just, you probably know more about certain billionaires than we'd know here. I think it's just a, mm. I think it's just a region thing. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably true. I always wanted to find oil as a kid. I always thought, I think <laughs> well, like if, with me. if you like, if yeah, you yeah. stuck a pole in the ground, it would shoot up yeah. in the air. It's yeah, just yeah. like a rumble, like, yeah, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. 
going around with a dousing rod in Whitestown. <laughs> well, then whoa, whoa, whoa. Didn't you little see that episode of Saved by the Bell, Adam? It's, it would kill all the ducks. That's what, uh... yeah, but that, I could buy new ducks with the oil money. That's true. They never, they never addressed that in Saved by the Bell. They never followed up that episode either. They left it on the to be continued and just left it. Like that episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where Carlton buys a gun after Will is shot <laughs> and it ends with Will like crying in the hospital bed and it says to be continued and then they never <gasps> continued it. And what? They just yeah, the next episode was just like, here's Will back up to his old shenanigans. I see you when I get... I want to read the script to that now. <laughs> like what? It, was that just like an alternate timeline that they never went down a dark... I don't, I don't dark know if it was like before a season break or something and then they were just like, you know I... what? Let's I, I would imagine a lot of that stuff is they did an episode to pad out their timeline. Yeah. And then it probably didn't go over too well with audiences. So they decided, hey, you know what we can do? Not this. Yeah. Because who's going to remember it next summer? It'd be different yeah, kids that's watching it. the show anyway. Well, I'm assuming that's why, like, every now and again, you'll see a, like, a Save by the Bell episode, if you remember from a kid. And it will have a random character they're supposed to be best friends with. That's like what? not the main cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh. There's loads of there's loads of times where there's like a random episode. And it's like, oh, it's our good friend Jason, and it's like, who? What? Who? <laughs> and and then like you never see them again. It's like, yeah, we <laughs> we had like I'm assuming it's like, yeah, that specific day we really didn't have a lot of the main cast around, so we just kind of <laughs> we got yeah we we got some other people that we said were like schoolmates and just shoved them in for half an hour. <laughs> I do oh, also no. think there's a lot of side characters in Saved by the Bell that show up. They're supposed to be from the other show. Oh. And you show? just don't. Uh, there's a show that predates Saved by the Bell where they're all the same characters. Well, not what? all, like the, the ones that are it's in it. It's something Miss Bliss, I think. Good morning, Miss uh, Bliss. Good morning, Miss Bliss. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because those stuff didn't usually play over here. So, like, oh. I think a lot of, like, usually when it's like, oh, here's our good friend Fred, it's like, oh, this is like a cameo from the other show. <gasps> supposed to get excited about, but like, wouldn't know it. What the fuck? They were all in it. I think the only one that wasn't was uh was Lisa, uh, was it? No, I think uh Oh fuck. What's that? Who played Slater again? Uh Mario Lopez. I think he's yeah. not in it either. I don't think he's in it. But I know um <coughs> I, I, I know most of the cast is is, is there. <laughs> Fucking Elon Musk just tweeted saying um that those people sharing his location were giving away their assassination, his assassination coordinates. Well, if they had he, his coordinate, if they had his coordinates and wanted to assassinate him, they'd just do it themselves, wouldn't they? That is a much easier way. People are treating yeah. like, yeah, nice try. I'm not going to give you my assassination coordinates, sir. We need to deliver this pizza to you. We need an address. But like, he presides over a social network that still allows people to publish, publish, and also, also log. Their, lo their GPS location. That functionality is still built into Twitter. I mean, it was. Maybe that's broken now, too, because all the fucking staff yeah. are gone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. Richard Belding is in this prequel series to Saved by the Bell. Of course. I think it's supposed to be the same school. I think it's just supposed to be they're in a, a, small, a younger class. Oh. Well, because I think Saved by the Bell is supposed to be like they're starting high school. Ah. Like this is like that's them as like like whatever age thirteen or fourteen in the states, and um, whereas the other show I think it's supposed to be them at like you know ten years old in like middle school or whatever. But I think it's supposed <laughs> to be the same like school. Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I mean it's weird. It's weird to see. Um, but it's yeah, that stuff's always strange. I'm assuming a lot of it really is like yeah we had a. We had a really bad reaction to the gun episode, so we decided, hey, you know what we're not going to do? <laughs> the follow-up follow to the up, gun the follow episode. follow-up on the gun episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like a weird Safe by the Bell drug episode, but they didn't want to include drugs in the show, so the guys were trying to steal helium to huff it? That sounds incredible. <laughs> I think it was something really goofy. Like they were essentially trying to make whippets, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what the idea was supposed to be, but I'm pretty sure they were trying to steal helium tanks. I huffed laughing gas with John with Mark Paul Gosler, <laughs> and then Mario Lopez is like screech. You can You don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice would be like really high pitched. Everyone will laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the good way, screech. Don't do it, screech, screech. <laughs> Sorry. It always ends with them doing that fake laughing as well. I'm not fake <laughs> laughing, fake crying, where they just like cover their face with their hands because none of them were good enough actors to actually cry. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, it, 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 it was Save by the Bell was a live sh was a live studio show, right? 
No. No, I don't think so. No. Uh, I thought a lot no, of those not, 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 not in front of a live studio audience, as far as I recall. There were too many no. sets they couldn't have. Kid and Cal was, right? Oh, here, yeah, you better believe yeah, Kid yeah, and Cal yeah. was filmed for a live studio because they've got like three sets. They couldn't yeah, fucking continue some of their show, some of their bits because the audience was a hooting and a hollering too loud. Laugh, too much laughter, too much. Oh, so they had to like keep pausing. You could see it. None of them had enough actors to uh, to hide it. Like oh, the um, the I put the screw in the tuna thing. You could stop. see when break. Stop! So this is gonna be times. in my head for fucking weeks again. Why? I won't say any There's of certain it. things. It doesn't matter. It's in my head. I can't get rid of it. It comes back all the time. It sounds like it's your fault. You brought it up. <laughs> I didn't know I the problem. Drop the screw in the, in tuna. the tuna. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I couldn't know how to speak Italian, and instead I know the fucking scene where he admits that he committed perjury. I guess. <laughs> hate it. <laughs> oh no! 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 This has really spoiled my Christmas. <laughs> Thank God this comes out before. Thank God I have days beforehand to really like <laughs> purge myself of this. <laughs> God fucking damn. Uh, gas. There's just, when you think of certain things that are in your head, you just think like, this is irritating because it's so fucking dumb. I hate that this takes up brain power. It, it gains you it. nothing, but. Right. Whereas it's like, if you spoke a language, it's like, I could, this could be like where I put like, this is where I could just put stuff. I could have stuff in here. Instead, I just have that fucking scene in my head. Awful. <laughs> or then someone will like say something random. It's like, is that the episode where like Lisa falls down the stairs and accidentally kills her grandmother? And they're like, no, that never happened. Then it happens. Like, what? how the fuck do you remember that? It's like, I don't, I don't know, because it just lives there. It yeah. just lives there, and something reminds me. <laughs> At least I know what, like, with the loot, with the fucking striking oil <laughs> as a kid thing, I just thought, that'd be fucking cool. They always do it in cartoons, everyone always ends up rich, it just seems like a good time for everyone. You get to buy a cowboy hat. Yeah. That's what that's that's everyone knows, you struck oil. <laughs> you get to fire some, uh, you get to throw some snappers in the air, because we don't have guns here. <laughs> and then Mr. Burns will steal it. <laughs> that was always my worry. I can't trust that dastardly Mr. Burns. <laughs> He'll get it somehow. He'll figure it out. I don't like it. God damn it. Mm. What's in your head that you can't get rid of? What's just something that just lives there forever? I'm worried now to, if I start to think about it that it'll emerge. That I have a lot of your worms. Oh. What's one of them? Go. What's, what's one of them? No, you see, they don't, that's not how earworms work. Mine just play in my head like a fucking loop, essentially, until they eventually fade for a week. Well, I'm in a fade phase. Oh, that's good. For I me, I was in a fade phase. I was. I was in a fade phase. I, I, have, a, I have a new one. I like one that's oh. come up and only in the last few years. What is it? Um, the noise Mario makes in Super Mario Odyssey when he falls uh, into, the, into the void. When he falls oh, into the It was like... So now, whenever, whenever, um, you know, I'm frustrated. Like, There's a little echo of, uh, back in my head. I just, I imagine you in like a work meeting, and the fucking like the clicker say. doesn't work. The clicker doesn't work for presentation. You're like, <laughs> we had to send Dan home for a mental break. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he he didn't fight. He accepted. <laughs> He he left very fast. <laughs> he was he was doing a triple jump down the hallway and going woohoo, <laughs> trying to jump on his hat. He, he put his hat in other people and said, "I'm a you now. It's a me, you know, Mario." I really hate that I'm going to bring this up because this is really doing me as well. There's another one, and it's not even like it's not even that funny, but it's the electric car skit from The Simpsons. Hi, I'm an electric car. I don't, I go, don't very go very fast, fast or, or very, very far. far. And if you drive, you drive me, me, people, people think will you're think gay. you're gay. One of us. One of <laughs> us. <laughs> One of us. 
one of us. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's not even that funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny, to be fair. Like if it was like if it was one of their best jokes, you'd be like, you know what, this is a pretty good one to be stuck. But it's I, it's one of the where it's like this is fine. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember this. So I've, I've just looked up the clip on YouTube, and it's been uploaded by a channel just called Big Dumb Moron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my channel. That's where I post my earworms. That's where they all go. There's a uh, few of them as well. I doesn't. I also have fucking <laughs> Captain fucking New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Captain fucking New Japan. He's been gone for like fucking eight years. Like he's he's not he's not there. He's been gone for like a decade, and it still comes into my head <laughs> every now and again. I'll just I'll just think to myself, be like Captain, Captain fucking, fucking New Japan. New Japan. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> my, mine of that is um. When in Billy Elliot, which we had to do for, for the leaving cert, when oh, he tells no. his dad he's doing ballet, and the dad's like, Bally? Bally? Fucking Bally? Fucking Bally? <laughs> Actually, something that has stuck in my, in my head from Junior Cert, from Romeo and Juliet, um, uh, not, only, not only can I recall the entire, can I, I think I can probably, probably recite some of the opening scenes. Some of the probably probably some of the quotes without looking them up. Oh, soft but soft. What light from yonder window breaks? It is Juliet. Uh, like none of this stuck at me at the time at all. But it's just, it's just still like there, rocking around. The now. But one of the one of the <laughs> things, it. one of the things is like, and, and obviously you've obviously you've got like the overture situation where from forth the fatal loins of these two foes, a pair of star-crossed lovers take their life. But the ma the main thing that like. The main thing that sticks with me from Romeo and Juliet, which I studied for junior cert, is the whole do your... <laughs> it's just so dumb. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> this better be fucking good now. <laughs> it's, it's, when, it's when the two boys are fucking squaring up to each other outside to establish the, like big scrap between the two Veronese house households. And they're like, <laughs> my naked weapon is out. Quarrel, I will back thee. Oh, turn thy back and run, fear me not. No, marry, I fear thee. Let us take the law of our sides. Let them begin. I will frown as I pass by and let them take it as they list. Nay, as they dare, I'll bite my thumb at them, which is a disgrace to them, if they bear it. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? I do bite my thumb, sir. Do you bite your thumb at us, sir? Is the law on our side if I say I? No. No, sir, I do not bite my thumb at you, sir, but I bite my thumb, sir. Do you quarrel, sir? Quarrel, sir? No, sir. If you do, sir, I'm for you. I serve as good as man as you. No better. Well, sir, say better. Here comes one of my master's kinsmen. All that. Do you bite your thumb at you? Sir, sir. <laughs> I, I do you bite my thumb, sir. At this stage, I'm really impressed reading you it. got it. Yeah, I, I had to. No, I, I wasn't reciting it. I was reading it. I was. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. No, sorry. no, no, I'm not that. I was good. really, really impressed. I was really impressed. The thing no, I remember never. From I would never remember those lines. I've got. I bite my thumb at you. Hey. Do you? Well, Ow. I just like. I. Do you bite your thumb at me, sir? People were going around biting their thumbs at each other after we did that. It was weird. <laughs> the one one I remember is from King Lear, where Shakespeare invents the word hurricano. Which sounds like the world's <laughs> fucking most medical, like awesome natural disaster. It's not just a hurricane. It's not just a volcano. It's all fucking shit. My name is Hurricano. Yeah. Hurricano that's the Phillips. The Rock's next character. <laughs> okay. Is there is there anything else before we wrap up for the night? Excellent. This is great. I, this has been episode 65 of Morning Brew. I am, of course, Adam Sheridan. I'm Stephen Burke. And I'm Danny P. And I dropped the screw in the tuna. I'm glad to have... Do you quarrel, sir? <laughs> and People will think you're gay. We bite our thumbs at all of you. <laughs> oh, now we're As always. our viewership. 
<laughs> some fucking Elizabethan nobleman listening to this being like, Sir, they bite their thumbs at me, said I. I was so gay, but I couldn't <laughs> tell anybody. That, that is one. That's another one that sticks in my head. In fact, it sticks in my head so much I know that you got the intonation wrong. It's, I was so gay. And I couldn't tell anybody. I was okay, so okay, gay. We're ending the super podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>